All right, Father, we thank you. We ask and we say, as we study your word this evening, there is illumination. The eyes of our understanding is enlightened. And we say we can comprehend it as we study your word. We see our hearts are fixed on your love, our minds are stable on your grace. We can build and comprehend the mysteries of Christ clearly. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. All right, our sanctification. I want, us, I want us to study a bit about sanctification. What's you begin justification, sanctification, all of those things, righteousness, and want to study how our sanctification, how our sanctification. What's let's let's explore. We are not trying to well you understand what we are trying to study as we study. Second Timothy 3.15. You should be you should be there by now. Second Timothy 3.15. Second Timothy 3.15. See, as from a child, that was what? Which is able to make the wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. And every scripture is given by the inspiration of God and is what? Profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction and instruction in righteousness. That the man of God will be perfectly furnished and will be perfect and thoroughly furnished unto a good work. If you have noticed well, I have not dwelt well on 17 so strong. I mean, if you have noticed. I've stayed on 15, 16. I've not stayed on 17. Don't worry. Come times. We're going to explore it. Don't worry. So, I've explained to you that the word Holy Scripture there is from the word Irius Grammar. And I said, Holy is translated from the word what? Agius. And it means the word sanctify. Holy is from the word Agius and it means sanctify. So, and I explained to you that it means a sacred set of writing, a special set of writing. I would say the Bible is a book. We, you know, the Bible can be is. I would okay. Let, let me explain grammar for you. Grammar is for it, it means written documents, and that is much more the content, the meaning, the understanding of a writing. So that is, holy scriptures is not just a normal book. It is a content that has a purpose. Just that the same way we will say a chemistry textbook is talking about what? Chemistry. chemistry. A physics textbook is talking about what? Physics. A law book is talking about what? Law. A history book is talking about what? History. Our own Bible is talking about salvation through faith in what? Christ Jesus. So it has a content. So when we read the Bible, a lot of people want to read the Bible as a literature text. A lot of people even are looking for creation story. They want to see how God created the world in the Bible. No! It will begin with salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. And that will be the sole aim of the scriptures. Salvation through what? Faith in what? Christ Jesus. So, We see that. So I told you that accurate Bible interpretation is the core of Christian doctrine. The eminenti explaining. Oh, people are not giving me my eminenti teaching online. Please. <laughs> All right. By accurate Bible interpretation is the core doctrine. Is the core teaching. And Christian living is the core of Christian doctrine and Christian living. 
So, our life has to be built on accurate Bible to interpretation. You can't take a verse of scripture and just run with it. And say, this is what it means. You can't do it for your chemistry textbook. You will fail the exam. Just imagine. Those of you that studied, ana that studied anatomy or something. You pick a, a, a line inside your anatomy textbook. Then you now create your own meaning and say, I think, <laughs> I think this is what it means. Hope you know it's F9. He <laughs> said, I think. Or I've seen people study before in a nursing book. She, she, they, they actually study in group and all of our rubbish group mates. Let me call them wrong because they will listen to this. Sorry, oh, sorry, oh, one of you people's group mates. Sorry in advance. <laughs> <laughs> so they will study together and say, this is what the teacher said. They will not be easy. That was when I knew that you can use all the colors, all the markers to mark a book. I felt the first person I saw it was from Yadi. Yadi will first use highlighter. A highlighter. You just use yellow, green, purple, blue, everything to mark this. We, is it not school we are all both going? It's not that deep. They will mark one yellow, mark one purple, mark one. They will say, this is how the teacher explaining. This is how it is. I have never seen them say, you know, I think this is the meaning. You know, this is the, you know, for this exam, this is the question. I think this is the, you know, they will say, no, don't think. Let's be sure. You see that we call the professor to be sure whether this is the real answer. Are you getting what I'm saying? My, so why are you not doing the same for Bible? Ask your neighbor, are you like that? Are you like that? Look at them. I bought to I bought. I bought to I bought. Are you like that? <laughs> but this is looking at me that what have I watched? <laughs> so accurate Bible interpretation is the core of Christian doctrine. The fact that you can explain the scripture well. So what was Paul telling Timothy? Paul was telling a minister of the gospel. Who is Timothy? Let's first start with that. Timothy is a preacher of the gospel, a minister, a pastor of the church of Ephesus. Now, Paul was writing to him and said, A guy, as from a child. Child is from the Greek word what? Breakfast. That is, as you are growing up. You will see that in 1 Timothy, 1 Peter 2 2. It says, As newborn babes desire the sincere make of the world that you will grow thereby. You see, you see those connotations there as from a child, breakfast, a somebody who is growing, a disciple, a student of the word. It says you have known the holy scriptures. That is from a child you are being taught, you are being learning it. The holy scriptures, the Ilios grammar. It now says, and what is the essence? Is to what? Make you wise unto salvation. True faith in Christ Jesus. The word wise is from the word what? Sophie is that is skillful. It makes you skillful and advantageous. So it makes you it makes you so knowledgeable. It makes you so the knowledge of the scripture will even help you to teach it well. So it says it makes you wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. And that is all scriptures is given by the inspiration of God, which is what? Profitable for what? Doctrine. Doctrine means what? Teaching. Correction, reproof, and instruction in righteousness. And that is what will furnish the man of God. In the scriptures, there is teaching. There is correction. There is reproof. Reproof means to convince. It will convince you, right? Now, 
So via the scripture, there is all of those elements. And now we want to study our sanctification. What, what, what are we about to see in the scripture? Because the truth of the matter is this. Jesus spoke about the whole world in very clear terms. And he describes that what the world is and how the world is dating from now, let me give you an explanation. You know the song, Though in this world we are not all this world, Lord, we are grateful. You know, we are in this world, but we are not of this world. That is exactly what we want to study about. Though in this world, we are not of this world. So now, we are living in the world. Jesus gave a very clear terms, explanation and distinction of the old world and the believer in the world. That we live in the world, but we are distinct from the world. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, watch carefully. You see in John 17. Let's open our Bibles. We are studying our sanctification. What does that mean? Now, you know, I told you I'm going back to explain to you a lot of the Christ realities. Let's, let's speak more things. Then... John 17, verse 14 to 17. John 17, verse 14 to 17. He says, I have given them thy word, and the world hath hated them, because they are not what? They are not what? Are you there? John 17, verse 14. Are you there? Yes. I will read it again. I have given them thy word, and what? Are you there? I'll wait for you. I've given them thy word, and what? The word had hated them, because they what? They are not of the word, even as what? I am of the word. I am not of the word. I pray not that thou shouldest take them out of the word, but that thou shouldest keep them from evil. Look at verse 16. They are not of the word, even as what? I am not of this word. Look at verse 17. Sanctify them. This is to be our This how many of you have when you're green of you've used this verse for memory verse? Sanctify them by their truth. That word is truth. John 17, 17. Ah uh, yeah. you will not do memory verse something. It's John 16, 3. John 16, 3. John 16. And these things will they do unto you because they have not known the Father. Not me. Glory to God. So the apostles now, and the funniest thing is, are you seeing some uh, with our reading now? Are you are you catching a glimpse of something? We are in the world, though we are not of this world. It says the ones that is with me. Look at that John seventeen again. Look at it again. It says, um, "I have given them thy word, and the word hated them, because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world." Jesus is not of this world, though he lived in this world. You know, we live in the best of two worlds, right? Now, watch carefully. The apostles also said some few things. Now, let's look at the apostles. You know, the epistles are the, are the explanations of many of the things in the scriptures. Look at Romans 12, 2. Romans 12, verse 2. Romans 12, 2. Romans 12, 2. It says what? And be not what? Conform to this world, but what? 
be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is good, what is acceptable, the perfect will of God. Look at Galatians 6 verse 14. Galatians 6 14. Galatians 6 14. But God forbid that I should glory, save in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom the world is crucified unto me, and I unto the what? The world. Look at 1 John. 1 John 2.15. 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 Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of what? The Father is not what? In him. James 4 4. James 4 4. James 4 4. James 4 verse 4. Are you, are you following this drift right, like right now, with where you are saying this good? It says, ye adulterers and adulterers, know ye not that the friendship with the world is what? Enmity with God. Whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is what? The so we are studying what? Our what? Sanctification. So we are not just advised here. We are being admonished. And we are being taught by the scriptures that worldliness has to do with, you know, people would have said, no, what you have grown up with and what they told you is that, when they say it's worldly, in your mind now, the first thing that will come is worldly music. <laughs> it's worldly. One thing that will come to your eyes is cars. Especially when you are younger, now you know you have grown, your head would have been thinking about many things now. When they say something is worldly, what will be on your mind will be, especially when you're a young guy, to be all those people that are driving Lamborghini, sinners. How many of you thought like that before? How many of you have had those thoughts before? All those people that drive all those cars, air fire. They use chain, air fire. They use earring, air fire. They wear trousers, air fire. They even now plate their hair. They sell their people so air fire. The latest court, air fire. Make up. Make ah, that one lake of fire. <laughs> so they not, so you know people now make when you say lot worldly things, it now makes it now makes it now makes it feel like we can't enjoy the luxuries of this world. That when you touch the Lord, so if you read that scripture with your Previous mindset. Let me use that word. With your previous mind, when they say friendship with the world is a limit before you say, wow. <laughs> so you mean if I'm friends with money, if I'm friends with my car, if I you know some people call my car my baby. <laughs> my baby. So and the Bible says friendship with the world is <laughs> a limit before God. <laughs> so the way they adore their phone. Adore, especially some devilish people that just bought ultra phones um, that, that forsook the brethren. They forsook the assembly of the brethren and, and decided to go AY and buy ultra, ultra, 
The person is supposed to say, who is the person? <laughs> yeah, you get what I'm saying. <laughs> so, you know, when, when you mix with things like that, especially those type of ultra, you mix with things like that, that's friendship with the world. Air fire. <laughs> Lake of fire. I don't see people that use... <laughs> Brother, I hope you are not using an iPhone. Are you using an iPhone? I got one. You got one. So those that use Samsung, <laughs> we don't know their we don't know their final destination. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> Praise God. So you see, so when you see all of those things, you have a wondering. That's worldliness. What they use worldliness to teach you when you were younger? Ah, maybe how many of you you had that friend, that one friend? That used to play TA, that used to be very fine. Your prayer would say, don't move with that person. That person is very worldly. And once the person is crying, the person was just fine. Or probably maybe she's a female. The person had grew bigger than you. Maybe in size and in everything. The person just matured more than you. And you, you are still struggling in your growth <laughs> to mature in everything. And <laughs> then your mother see that person. Maybe because of the sketch the person now wore, you must say, no, that person is too worldly. You can't move with that kind of person. How many of you have experienced those kind of things? You had those friends that your friend told you, that person is too worldly. No. Apparently, the person, they, apparently the person started using phone before you. <laughs> the person started using phone before you. God should not police the person. It should not be Samsung. Before you, say, ah, the person is using Samsung. Where did he see the money to buy? No. No. No, no, he's going to spare money. So, so that is, that's not actually what worldliness means. So, worldliness actually is a thought pattern. Worldliness is a thought pattern. A system of conduct communicated to the believer who doesn't belong to the system of this world? I'll come again. Worldliness is a thought pattern. When we say something is a thought pattern, we mean a way you follow, a guide. Are you following me? It's, just, it's a thought pattern, a system of conduct. Are you seeing it now? A system of conduct communicated to the believer who doesn't belong to the system of this world. Don't forget, the very minute you receive the life of the gospel, you became sanctified. You became holy. You will now, the Bible says, you have left the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. Ah, I'm saying the Bible, no. Colossians 1 verse 13 says, you have, you have been translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. Now watch carefully. And what did we say worldliness means? A thought pattern. A system of conduct communicated to the believer who doesn't belong to the system of this world. So let's look at let's look at Psalm 24, verse 1. Let's see something. Psalm 24, verse 1. Psalm 24, verse 1. Psalm 24, verse 1. It says, The earth is the Lord. Are you there? You gotta be fasting, opening your Bible. Psalm 24 verse 1. It says, The earth is the Lord, and what? The fullness thereof. The world and all that dwell, 
And they that dwell therein is for the Lord. Are you getting it now? Look at 1 Corinthians 10 24. 1 Corinthians 10 24. Our what? Sanctification. 1 Corinthians 10 24. Let's go in verse 10, 24. It says, Let no man seek, let no man seek his own, but every man <laughs> another's will. Is that what I was looking for? Yes, that's what I was looking for. <laughs> so I should not seek man, I should look for. <laughs> so now, watch carefully. <laughs> All right. Look at it. Actually, it's 26 that I was, I was going to show you. <laughs> it says, For the earth is the Lord, and what? The fullness thereof. Now, watch carefully. When it says the word in the Bible, it doesn't necessarily mean, Oh, the whole everything. There's a way to explain it. The word refers, reward will here refers to something. It refers to a system, a pattern of influence contrary to God's word. An influence, a pattern of influence, sorry, contrary to God's word. A system and a pattern of influence contrary to God's word. An influence, a system and a pattern of influence contrary, contrary to God's word. Now, follow me carefully. Follow me carefully. In 1 Corinthians, no, 2 Corinthians 4 4. We want to see something. 2 Corinthians 4 4. We want to, I want us to go deep into this now. 2 Corinthians 4 4. Look at it now. It will make sense. In whom the God of this world. Now, are you still following now? It says, In whom the God of this world has blinded the eyes of many, lest they what? Lest the, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the divine of us, should shine upon them. It says, in whom the what? The God of this world. Now follow again. Look at John 12 verse 13. John 12 verse 13. So we say the word there refers to a system, a pattern of influence, contrary to what? To God's word. Look at John 12 verse 13. Not 13, 31, sorry. John 12, 31. Now is the judgment of the world, of this world. Now shall the prince of the world be what? Be cast out. So the believer lives in this world, but must not be influenced by it. The believer lives in this world, but the believer must not be influenced by it. He is not in the world. He is in Christ. You as a believer and a preacher of the gospel, you are not of this world. The very day you got born again, you were separate from the world. You were separate from the shackles of sins and death. From sin and death and the shins of the devil. You were made apart. That's why the Bible calls us holy. You were set apart. So now, you live in this present world, 
but you must not be influenced by the world because you are in Christ. How many of you know you are in Christ? You are in Christ. Ephesians 2 says we are seated in Christ. And we read in John, remember that place we read in John 17, Christ is not of this world. Christ is not of this world. Christ is the light of the world because the world is darkness. And without Christ, all things are dark and in confusion because Christ brought light to the world. The Bible says we're delivered. In, I said, oh, what am I saying? Colossians 1 verse 13 says, we have been translated from what? The kingdom of darkness. We have been delivered from the kingdom of darkness, sorry, and translated into the kingdom of his dear son. So, without Christ, all things are dark and in confusion. Without even Christ in your own life, you are dark and you are in confusion. There is no peace. You are still in darkness. So Christ brought light. He brought light to you and he brought light to the world. Why would we keep preaching the gospel? Because we want to light up the darknesses. Does it make sense to everyone? We are lighting up the darknesses. What are the darknesses? The acts of men. Now, the only way out for the believer to live in this world is to live in and by his sanctification. <laughs> the only way out for the believer is to live in and by his sanctification. You read in John 17. Let's go there. John 17 verse 16 to 17. John 17 verse 16 to 17. John 17 verse 16 to 17. Are you following this? John 17 verse 16 to 17. They are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Sanctify them by the truth. That word is truth. So, as a believer, one thing you must know is that you are sanctified, sacred to God, and you are different from the world. Your life is different from the world. Your speech is different from the world. You cannot allow the world to influence your, your, you. Because the truth of the matter is this. Satan is the god of this world. He is the god of the world. And by this, we are not referring to that, the things in the earth. Because the Bible says, the earth is the Lord, right? And the fullness thereof. So when we say Satan is the god of this world, does it mean he's the controller of the earth? Are you getting it? He is not. The Bible says the head is the Lord and the fullness of that is everything is for the Lord. So when we say the Satan is the God of this world, we don't mean he owns the head. No. Remember what I told you worldliness and the word means? A system. A thought pattern. Are you following this? A system of conduct. So when we say he is the God of this world, 
Nothing was ever created by Satan. Nothing will and can ever be created by Satan. You read that. Just, let's see. Let's see it again. Look at in First Corinthians ten verse twenty-five. First Corinthians ten verse twenty-five. He says. First Corinthians ten verse twenty-five. He says. Whatsoever is sold in the shambles, that's it. Asking no question. Oh, I like this question. This, this, this verse. It asking no question for conscience sake. First Corinthians 10 verse 25. For it says, for the what? For the head is the Lord. Our what? The fullness thereof. So there is no food belonging to idol. Ramadan meat, eat it. Glory. <laughs> eat it. No food belonging to idols. None can be made by demons. They say they gave you food in your dream. Eat it and drink water. They said this. We are eating blood. Ah, how did they used to think about that thing? They say you drink coke in your in your dream. It means you drank blood. Ah, how? See, the things belong to the Lord. That's why in Revelation 4 verse 11, it says, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory, honor, and power. For thou hast created, all things are for thy pleasure. They are all well created. Revelation 4 11. So, the devil controls the world. So, we have seen a distinction. He doesn't own the world. He can't even, even food, he doesn't own it. Because who, where will they find food from? The earth, right? They find food from the earth. So he doesn't own it. Because the earth is the Lord. And the fullness thereof. So now. But the devil controls the world. How does he control the world? What does that mean? When we say the devil controls the world, it simply means the activities that surround those things. It means the activities that surround these things. Because these things have no life of their own. They are controlled by men. A man can yield his desires and choose how and why and with what they relate with them. So we can simply say, Satan's rulership is within man's will. How much you yield to him. We can simply say, okay, the devil controls the world. Are you getting this? When we say the devil controls the world, we simply means the activities that surround it. Because the things around it has no life of his own. And they are controlled by man. Who yield their desires to him? So we can safely say Satan's rulership is within man's will, man's choices, and man's pursuit. How does the devil control the world? His rulership, his reign, his terrain is within man's will. The man, that's, don't let me faster than my, than my note. So that's why, by man here, we refer to man in the flesh. 
the unsaved man, a son of disobedience, a man who hasn't believed the gospel. The Bible calls him a temple of idol. You know, I've told you something before. I don't know if you remember this. I said, you need to learn to see a man who is not born again for who he is. I don't know if you remember I told you that before. You need to learn to see him for who he is. As much as we claim our reality in Christ, let's claim the reality too. <laughs> a man who is not born again is a temple of idol. <laughs> the same way you say you are a man who is born again is saint. He's full of the Holy Ghost. <laughs> a man who is born is a temple of idol. That is where devils as his chief thing, you know, when I was saying we are seated in Christ because God lives in us. Who lives in a man who is not born again? You are not saying, are you scared? The devil. The devil lives in the man. That's why we are. So when we preach the gospel to somebody, we are shining light to the darkness in their hearts. So when they are being saved, do you know what happens? The devil takes his property and his load away. And Jesus now. <laughs> He evacuates and Jesus does say, finally, <laughs> you think you want to get this one? This is my house. Oh yeah, pack your load and go. Oh yeah, pack and go. Carry your gun and must go. <laughs> Are you getting this? <laughs> That's why in 2 Corinthians 4 verse 3, it says, But if our gospel be eat, it is what? It is eat to them that are lost. In whom what? The God of this world has blinded their face. Lest they believe the glorious gospel of Christ. So, what blinds the man who has not believed the gospel from the gospel? Devil. If our gospel be it is it to them who are what? In whom what? The God of this world. As what? Are you getting this now? Are you getting this now? Because he rules in them. The devil rules in the man who hasn't believed the gospel. He leaves a man who hasn't believed the gospel. Ephesians 2 verse 1 to 2. It says, And you are the quickened, you who were dead in your trespasses and sins. It now says, Wherein you have walked in time past, according to the course of this world, according to the priest of the air, the spirit that now walketh in the children of disobedience, of whom you now have your conversations in time past. He now says, fulfilling, he now says, in time past, in the loss of the flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh, and of the mind, and you are by children of wrath, even as unto others. The spirit that walketh is active in the children of disobedience. He says, the power of the year. So it means a spirit. So when we say the prince of the power of the air, it simply means the spirit of the unbeliever. So, and the spirit can be manifested in our, your desires, what you like, your opinions, your views, your lust, your pursuits. So when we say our sanctification, so we, we can simply say the spirit is manifested or the spirit of the unbeliever is manifested via lost opinions, views, lost uh, pursuits, your desires. Because it says the spirit of the spirit of the power of the year. And that year is, is, is in, in contest is atmospheric and it simply means, it just means spirit. Simply means like that. <laughs> so let's see John, 1 John 2.15. When we say our sanctification, let's just see 1 John 2.15. Because when we say our sanctification, we are safely saying 
In 1 John 2.15, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. Now, I've explained the world to you now. Does the world simply mean everything inside the world you should not love? It means a pattern, right? It's a, a, a system. There's a, an ungodly way things are being done. Does that mean you should not like phone? Does that mean you should not use phone? Does that mean you should not use... You know, some people, some people say, because the Bible says, love not the world. <laughs> they say, we will not use TV. Now, they are on TV. They, they hold the body of Christ and apology. I'm not joking. They say they want to use monitor <laughs> instead of TV. What's the difference? <laughs> but yet, they will stream services in church for people to watch on TV. <laughs> they say that, okay, we should not use the things in the world. But yet, the cloth they made, did they bring it from heaven? All the skirts they are wearing, all the berets they tie, is it from heaven? No! It's in the world. <laughs> the phone they are using. They say, no, maybe we should use Nokia 3310. Just, <laughs> just to be on the safer side. <laughs> or Motorola, the one they just open. Or Sajem. <laughs> or Motilix. <laughs> I don't use Motilix. I use so they say, because of that, we should love not the world. Love not the world. And if you don't want to love the world, why are you eating? The food is in this world. <laughs> are you getting what I'm saying? So you understand what it means by love not the world now, right? So now, so when we now say our sanctification, it says love not the world, 1 Corinthians 2 verse 15. It says love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, The love of what? The love of the what? The love of the Father is not in him. Look at verse 16. For all that is in the world. Now, I now give you a distinction. The lust of the flesh. The lust of the house. The pride of life is not the Father. What is on the world? Verse 17. And the world passeth away and the lost thereof. But he that doeth the will of God, what? Abideth forever. So when we say word now, does it make sense? In thought pattern, we are differentiating it now. So the word refers to desires. The word there, it refers to desires. Or better still, we can say, is manifested in hours and wise of pursuit. Hours and wise of pursuit. It refers to desires. And it is never to glorify God. When we say something of the world, it simply means it wants to glory, you want to glorify yourself. And you know one thing? So, the, the self will never seek to glorify God. It will just seek to glorify the world. I mean, to glorify yourself. So, it is a system that beautifies humanity. It seems a sinful man as good. You know, some people will say, I can marry even a Muslim man, I can marry an unbeliever, and we are brothers in Christ. How? How many of you have seen how people talk these days and they say, 
All of us are all Christians. We serve the same God. Me and, you are Muslim. How do you... We don't serve the same God, brother. Me and a Muslim man don't serve the same God. Did they believe that Jesus Christ died, was buried for their sins? You say it's the same God. It's not the same God. Did they believe the Lord and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ? And you say it's the same God. So we say, you know, that is, that, that's what the world does. The beautiful man is still the same thing. You know, you see, she's fine. You know, suppose there's one thing on, there's one thing that people used to put on, on Twitter these days. She's fine, but can she pray? <laughs> she's fine, but can she can she do evangelism? <laughs> Are you getting the deal? Don't say, don't say. You know what is trending is now. Where, where, where do you where do you people see this money? So I just saw a video where the nice to see the money. <laughs> One guy in the room, an empty room. <laughs> then I said, this is, what, this is where you see the money. So he entered an empty room. So he was like this, looking around like, ah, what's going on in this room? So he now saw all these things, all these scary, you know, if you, have you watched all these uh, horror movies? That all these scary things just appear to them, whoo! <laughs> in that time, the person down with blue. <laughs> And they say, you want the money. <laughs> so, are you getting me? A lot of people just beautify things. They'll say, you know, I was talking to my Muslim brother. <laughs> so, they beautify humanity. They see a simple man as good. You know, you, they will see, don't get carried away. It is all believers that can give the most. That is, no, 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 that's, that, I take that back. Christians should give the most. I take that back. I'm sorry, I apologize to the whole body of Christ. <laughs> Christians are the best givers. But when you see philanthropists, Bill Gates is a philanthropist solving problems in Africa, billions of naira. They pump it, everything. You say, that's my brother. And he's an atheist. Ow! So just because they open up an age home, they say, I like that man. A man who is a temple of idol. Have you seen the world and how your, your mindset switches? You, you have to learn to see. No matter how good he is, no matter how fine she is, no matter how handsome he is, as far as they have not believed the gospel, that's the devil you are moving with. <laughs> it shocked you. <laughs> that because the devil lives in him. You say, okay, it's just like you now, you're a Christian, right? Where is God? In you. Where is the devil? In an unbeliever. So when somebody sees you, they see who? God. When somebody sees the unbeliever, they see who? They, they see who? The devil. <laughs> I like <that> Satan. <laughs> I remember that song. Satan me. Oluwabaowi. So that is why he sees a sinful man as good. He sees a sinful man as intelligent. Oh, I just like that man. 
What the, the man is so brilliant in no world. He, he, he can't, he has a good oratory speech. When he talks like this, it's, it's the anointing drips, eh? You know, some people, they the go and watch 10x, and atheist is giving them lecture of humanity and God. He said, as he was talking, I was feeling the spirit. Which spirit? It, it, it touched my, it touched the inner crooks of my being. Ooh, wow! I never knew. <laughs> that is why, if you notice the temptation of Jesus in Matthew four, are you are you understanding this? What was our sanctification? Matthew four. I'm about to take you on a good ride on this series. Well, it's not going to be too long of a series, though. Matthew four. Look at Matthew four verse eight. Let's go. Let's look at the temptation of Jesus. Let's look at something there in that temptation. Matthew 4, verse 8. It says, look at it. And the devil, taking him up into an exceeding high mountain, and he showed him all the kingdoms of the world and all the glory of them. <laughs> and he said unto him, These things will I give thee, if thou fall down, worship me. <laughs> then Jesus said, Get thee behind me, Satan, for it is written, <laughs> Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and in him alone without self. Satan has never claimed Things in the earth. He has never claimed things in the earth. Never. He only claimed the people. And who are his people? Unbelievers. So the manner of things, the manner of things we have done, the kingdoms, the glory of them, that selfishness. He says, I will give you if you will worship me. That is, you will worship my desires. Worship. You know, what, is, what does that mean? This is the glory. I will give you if you worship your desires. That is worship your desires. You put yourself first. You know some people, they so much worship their phone. They can't do without their phone. That is, that's something. That's a problem. Some people, they worship dreams. They can't do without dreams. So when Satan told Jesus and said, these things would I give you if you will bow down to what? Worship me. It's just simply saying, wow. You know, what he was trying to do was to tell Jesus to like it. What's the same message? So Jesus will not fall for what he loves. <laughs> you know, I saw, so, I saw a preacher say something. He said, some people these days, they don't need Satan to tend them from praying again. He said, they would do, shalamana, manana, manana. Oh, wow. I like this picture, they will zoom it. I say, wow. Okay, shut up. <laughs> I know you're ready to pray. <laughs> Some can even, you know, you know, when he says, go to your room and shut the door. You know, some people now, these days, we're not living in the days where people are taking selfie when they are praying. Praying to the Lord Jesus now. <laughs> Chilling with Jesus. <laughs> Chilling with Jesus in my own time. I've been time a lot. 
Genesis 3 verse 5 says, out of the tree of everything you should not eat one. But when they saw the tree of ah, ah, they, they loved it. You shall become. Your eyes shall be opened. Self. In Genesis 3 verse 5, self. You put yourself in. You are very selfish. Selfish in the sense of, I'm not saying selfish in the sense of you are not giving money now. I'm saying selfish in the sense of you are just so concerned about what you love, the clothes, oh, is you know, if it is not that you are selfish, you will dress well. It is selfishness that don't make people dress well. You consider yourself first. So, you don't say, ha, you know, that's what is changing online now. There is literally no sensible human being that is a woman now. They want to show out something. And I've noticed that, especially in Indianapolis, among Nigerian Girls, I don't know what's going on with them. I, it's like one day they just recently will have a party, oh, and yeah, and everybody is showing their stuff. Why? <laughs> everybody that want to take picture now to put on Instagram, it's either you are showing your front, or you you there's something you want us to see underneath. That's selfish. <laughs> You're trying to appease yourself. So when we see it, we're not like, wow, the glory of God. <laughs> no, what exactly do you put? Why did you put the picture online? They'll say self-love. <laughs> see, that's where it starts from. <laughs> women has to be appreciated. Black women has to be appreciated. We live in the times where it's as though they are not appreciating black women. Who is not appreciating who? Who, wait, who exactly did not appreciate black women? Who? <laughs> no, no, who exactly? They say we live in the time of self-love, self-queen, just taking care of myself. They, they don't put when a queen deserves to be treated like a queen. You see, you see the, 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 um, the comment, the, the, the and you know, YouTube, 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 you never have comment, YouTube, you never comment, fire. I see you, sis. Kill us, step on our neck. He choked. Who they breathe? <laughs> Step on now. You you two you comment. You are part of it. <laughs> oh yeah, you are part of the world already. The person that wore it. And you that liked it. You know, it took me years. Baba told us something many years ago. And I didn't take cognizance of it. Your liking on Facebook is your endorsement. Yes. 
What you like on social media means you endorse it. Unconsciously, I did not understand until I grew more. And I discovered that me liking this thing is showing the person that self-love, fan, fan love. It's making the person feel you did the right thing. And I unconsciously told myself, I'm not going to like anything I don't appreciate again. You dress well, I can't like it. Neither would I comment. You liking it means you have endorsed it. So plus the liker, you that you did not do anything wrong, you just like your part. On judgment day, they will judge you. I'm not joking. It's shocking, Abby. Oh yeah. You went to put period. You you did not dress that way. But just your period, your part. <laughs> You didn't do anything. You are not the one that dress. You are not the one that put that. Does that double click? Your part. I'm not joking. If believer, even with your use of social media, you have to be cautious. I'm not joking. That's one of the reasons for this teaching. Our sanctification. We are not of this world. The person dress way. Your comment is endorsing it. Don't you know? Your comment is making the person want to improve. That is why the next time the person will post the next picture, it will be worse, sir. <coughs> and there was one, there's one girl before me, I've just been looking at her. I saw that she started the madness towards the ending of last year. So she used to do it like every two weeks in Taba. She first started with trousers. She wear trousers. You know, there was winter. I was looking at her. So she opened to draw this something here. I was looking, I was like, okay, let's see where this is going. So, and that's what the comments. Kill us, black queen, pepper them. Somebody will say, I'll take your photo shoot. Ah, you know, ginger. <laughs> the next one, I saw a gown, you know, this dinner dress, gown. The dress, ah. I was like, ah, why did you post this one? It became, it started going worse. Every, now nah, I just saw one before I came for this meeting. <laughs> <laughs> when I saw it, I said, "Ha!" Ah. So how did you sit down? You know, the way I'm not joking. No, I'm not joking. My thought was, how did you sit down in this meeting or in this party you went for? Because the thing no reach. I'm not. No, I'm not lying. I'm not lying. No. If you reach here, it's me. I was like, how, you, how did you see that? Then the front is showing though. We back. And, huh, then you now see people step on her, step on necks. <laughs> and it's girls that used to comment that thing. <laughs> I don't know why. It's as though they wish to do it, but they can't do it. Maybe their mother is on their two sisters. That they... It's girls that used to do that thing. Because I've never seen any guy do that comment. So we put. So we put like five comments at once. Kill us, kill us, kill us. Pepper them, show them. Their father, their mother, their sister. Taking them, never fire. They will do it once, like five times. Boom. God will judge you. You will be judged. Listen to this. Your desires. Our son, your <clears throat> so because <coughs> he says because yourself you need to 
ensure you don't conform to the world. You see Matthew 16, Matthew 6, verse 31 to 33. Therefore, take no thought. What shall ye eat? What shall ye drink? What shall we be clothed of? For all those things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all those things. But seek first what? The kingdom of God. Matthew 6, verse 31 to 33. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all those things shall be added unto it. It says, The godless seek that the things that the Gentiles seek. But the believer seeks Christ. Seeking here doesn't mean not wanting to have alone. It means putting first. What you put preference to first? Do you put preference to your money? Do you put preference to job and you forgot and you for, forget your, your church? You forget your Christian life? You forget your ministry? Do you put preference? What dominates your mind? What dominates your heart? Money. Sex. Lust. Dress, fashion, phone. God should not punish you. It should not be ultra. <laughs> phone. All of those things. Fashion, bags, makeup. What dominates your heart? What do you put preference to first? If you don't know how to watch all of these things, I'm telling you, your Christian life will be sinking. And you won't know it. He says, what dominates your heart? Because whatever we worry about is our master. I tell you, I'll say it again. Whatever you worry about so much, huh, I don't think I look good. I don't think it's your master. Whatever you worry about so much is your master. You have to learn to live life in a certain way. That's why Paul told us, because Whatever you worry about, it will dominate you. That's why Paul told us in Romans 12, verse 2. Be not conformed to this world, but what? Be transformed by what? By the renewing of your mind. That you will prove what is good. What and acceptable and the perfect will of God. And conform there means you start to adapt. You know how people backslide? People don't backslide in the deal. It starts from that liking the pictures. It starts from key them. You will not know when you till you go and do your work. Do you get it? You will not know. You start to adapt gradually. I remember I had some friends some years back. Everything they were discussing with me was, God, how far now? How far now? We will go club. Let's go to club. I was like, ah, to do what? See, stop doing all this pastor thing. She will not just drink. You will just be watching around. Ah, I will not drink. So what exactly do you should I not be doing there? It has, it's not a bad thing. You just need to spiritualize this thing well. Thank you. Satanic name you. Satan, leave me alone. Thank you. I met another one. Half a guy. You know, that guy is fine. You know that's where he's to start. That guy is fine now. The guy is to start. Ah. It's, it's, ah. I said, guy, but you are seeing me with Bible. <laughs> Unfortunately, no. I was studying that day in school. He said, ah, you see me with Bible now, guy. He said, close down now, you don't go marry. I want you marry. I said, that's how it starts. It starts with question. You just say it's true, it's not bad. Hey, they come for you. They come for you. Hey, say it's not bad now. Let's go there. Church time, you not, you not give excuse. Sorry, sir. Um, I was delayed at work. He said, Lyle. 
He wanted to check. Whatever will make you do like that can't be of God. Ah! It can't be. You now test your fellowship leader and say, Ah, something came up. I, I can't be able to make the meeting today. Why? You, you, instead of you went to, you went to do party. You know some people, they have time for party. They will create time for party. Church time, Sunday service. I'm busy. The weather is bad. But let it be the same weather. In party time. Kabaya. You will see the glory. <laughs> you start to adapt. It starts gradually. You are liking it. You like that phone. You buy iPhone 5. You buy iPhone 6. Ah. iPhone 7 will come out. You go again. iPhone 8 come out. You go again. Ah. iPhone 12 Pro You buy again. 13 is come. You go again. From, <laughs> from Samsung to Ultra. You see? <laughs> they start to adapt. Conforming to the world gradually. Am I saying is, is it bad to do it? No. But you have to check your heart. Does it dominate you? <laughs> Are you a phone freak? Ultra freak? Sneaker freak? You buy sneaker one, Jordan series two came. Yeezy. Yeezy. Eh? That one. Vans. Vans. Makeup, Fenty came out. You used to use uh, Mac before you saw Fenty. Say, so let me go for Fenty. Now, Fenty is here, and that one is coming. Savage. Savage is coming. Oh, wow. Lingerie. Oh, okay. Glory. You start to adapt. You will not know. You don't say, some people say Nicki Minaj is my president. Ow! How? Ow! And you are a believer in Christ. You did not see a role model who believes the gospel to make your president. Nicki Minaj, Beyonce, let Beyonce post one picture. A queen, my best yes. woman, my role model. The woman who speaks to my spirit. I'm not joking. You say, wow, what a, what a queen. Black beauty must be appreciated. Who is not appreciating black beauty? I'm still not known. I'm still not, I'm still here to phantom. <laughs> you start to conform. You adapt. You are, you are tapping into the world gradually. Tapping it. You know, this is how you are rubbing the head of fire. You are checking it, checking it. You will not know when the fire will consume you. That's how it works. So, but we must be transformed. And so, this is the manifestation of Christ within our purpose and plans and pursuits. And that transformation is by the word, and that's our sanctification. Are you understanding what our sanctification means? How we're being set apart. So, there is a manifestation of Christ within our pursuits, our plans, our, our purpose. And that is the transformation by his word, our sanctification. That's why you read in Genesis, in John 17, verse 17. Sanctify them by their truth. Thy word is truth. You see, so we must be transformed. This is the manifestation of Christ within, into our plans, into our purpose, into our pursuits. 
that transformation is by the word. And that's our sanctification. The more time we spend in the world, that is in the word of God now, the more we are transformed and renewed by it. And the thought of our desires will be. But the more time we spend outside the word of God, the more time our self is glorified. So, we are in this world. We are not of this world. We are not of this world. Our beliefs are not of this world. Our opinions are not of this world. Everything surrounding it is not of this world. Those things, things of this world should not be the one influencing us. We should be the one influencing things. How are you getting it? Should not be, beyond, you should not be picking impressions from an unbeliever. That's why you see some churches today, they look at the world and say, how do we get the world? How do you get the world with what the world is doing? Can't you trust the world and the spirit? So, there are no neutral thoughts. There are no neutral thoughts. Let me leave you with this as we close. There are no neutral thoughts. No thought is neutral. That thought that came from your mind came from something you saw, you watched, you thought about. There are no neutral thoughts. There are no neutral desires. There are no neutral opinions. It is either darkness or light. It is either good or evil. There's no middle ground. It's that simple. So our sanctification is only in the word. That is in the word of God. We must not act like men without identity. We have to act like believers in Christ. We can't act like men without identity. We must act on the word. So when we act on the word, that is what? Our what? Acting on the word is our sanctification. In this series, and uh, I believe in subsequent times, next week we're going to continue. But we'll see. We do not get influenced by the world. We do not become worldly. And there are no lifestyles. The lifestyle of the world can't be our own. You can't pick speeches of the world to be yours. <clears throat> Your speeches must be seized. The Bible says, in Colossians, not the Bible says now, in Colossians says, let your speech be seasoned with grace. No, with salt. Abi? Yes. With salt. It doesn't, are your, what? Are your speeches? So that you will know how to answer every man. You're not going to be using some half language, some languages around. Because you are of, you are not of the world, sorry. So our sanctification is what? By the word. The word of God. We have to live like men who has identity. A believer must know he is sanctified. How are you getting this? A believer must know he is sanctified. And we are different from the world. How many of you are different from the world? How many of your lifestyles are different from the world? Your speech is different from the world. Your desires are different from the world. Your mindset is different from the world. Your thought pattern is different from the world. Be on your feet and just worship him. Be on your feet and just worship him. You put your spirit in our hearts. Sing that song for me. You called us. Sing that song. Lift your voices. Oh, yes, you do. You put Lift your spirit in our hearts. Oh, you put us upon. 
follow. To follow. Lord, we are grateful. Lord, I'm grateful. Which one is a singer? Lord, I'm grateful. Though we this world, we are not this world. Lord, I'm grateful. Are you grateful? Come on, sing that. Lord,